Code 1033 contains mature language, profanity, and deals with themes such as depictions of violence and death, which may not be suitable for younger listeners. <laughs> Quit it! Get that out of my face! Come on! We need to document our investigation. Okay, fine. Go ahead. Okay. It is the 20th of October. We are currently <laughs> investigating the... What?! You sound so serious. I am serious. This is serious investigative journalism going on here. Whatever. Just hurry up. I want to go get coffee. Okay, fine. Let's go. Where did you get that anyway? It's ancient. There's so many buttons on it. It's my dad's. His dad gave it to him. Seriously? And you're using it? It's just for fun, come on. I'm just getting my bag, then we'll go. Okay, fine, let me just turn it off. What do you want, Bart? Sit down. Is this gonna take long? It depends on how much talking you do compared to listening, Lieutenant. I've been looking at your caseload, and I've decided to issue you a partner to assist with your new and current investigations. Why in the hell would I need a partner? Look, Clancy, I know your track record, but it's slipping. Now that's bullshit, you- I'm not saying it's your performance. I just think maybe you've got too much on your plate, and it'd be easier for you if we lightened the load a little. Okay. Fine. Who is it? Here, take a look. Oh, fuck no, I won't- Now, Clancy, this is Scott Marshall, your new partner. Partner? Jesus Christ, look at him. He's fresh out of the fucking womb. He's the best for the job. He's a fucking kid, Barton. And now he'll be your partner. No fucking way. I refuse to work with him. You can't put this kid on a homicide case. He, he probably doesn't even know how to tie his own fucking shoes. You asked for an extra pair of hands and you got them. If you're gonna keep complaining, you can hand in your damn badge. Jesus Christ, Barton. Now if you're done complaining, get out of my office. <laughs> Lieutenant Nicholson? No. What do you want? Good afternoon. My name is Scott Marshall. I believe you're expecting me. I'm here to assist with the investigation. <sighs> right. Kid, listen. If we're going to be working together, I'm going to lay down some ground rules. Number one, you don't touch anything. Number two, you don't ask any questions. And number three, you just stand there and look pretty. That should be within your capabilities. Lieutenant... If we're going to work together, I'd suggest that you do what Captain Barden asked you to do, and allow You'll me to- You'll do as I say. 
Now come on, we got work to do. Who's this? Work experience? My name is Scott Marshall. It's good to meet you. Sure. So what happened? The victim was Daniel Keller. Forty-something. No spouse than a teenage daughter. He was found slumped against the wall in the living room. Blood fucking everywhere. Two bedrooms. One of them looks like it belongs to the daughter, but there's no sign of her. Landlord said he found him here when he came to call about his rent being late. I'd say he's been dead for a while. We've got officers questioning him now. Can we take a look at the body? Sure, uh, this way. Jesus Christ. No one could find a murder weapon. It looks like he was stabbed in the back of the head. Wow, where'd you learn deduction skills like that? Hey, where are you going? There's a blood trail leading from his body into the hallway. It's dried into the carpet, so it's dark, but look, do you see it? Huh. It looks like it's leading into the bedroom. Here, Lieutenant, look. Jesus fucking Christ. Stabbed in his own bed. And then dragged into the living room. Whoever killed him wanted the body to be found. Something doesn't add up. Look at where the blood is. If he was killed in bed and was stabbed in the head, the blood would be on the pillow, not at the foot of the bed. And the blood trail only starts at the end of the bed. He wasn't sleeping. He fell onto the bed. Was there any sign of a break-in? None. It's like the killer walked right in. And this killer guy clearly wasn't expecting guest. Maybe he tried to hide, but he was caught. There's enough space under the bed for a person. Lieutenant, look at this. What is it? <laughs> Looks like Keller wasn't planning on sticking around. There's not that much in here. Some clothes, a notebook, uh, the kind of stuff you'd find in a hospital bag. Maybe, maybe he was in and out of the hospital for something. We'll look into it. Grab the notebook. We'll take a look at it later. Anything else in there? No, just clothes. We've sent his laptop back to the station to see if anyone can find any leads on there. Hello? Yeah, what is it? Interesting paint job. We're not sure if that's his idea of interior design, or whether the perp might have left it as some kind of calling card. Considering the rest of the apartment, I'd say the latter. What does it mean, though? A yellow semicircle? Could be the moon, maybe? Was there a half moon recently? I... I wouldn't know. Come on, kid, we gotta go. Why? What's happening? Another body's just been found, and it looks like it might be connected to our friend Keller here. Right. Well, let's go. similar to be a coincidence. It's almost identical. At least we know that the semicircle is definitely a calling card now. That confirms it, if nothing else. There is one thing. What is it? There's no sign of the body being dragged anywhere. All the blood in the bedroom implies that's where he was killed. But if the victim was in the bedroom when he was stabbed, 
Then how did he end up in the living room? There's no obvious sign of a struggle and, and no blood in the hallway like with Daniel Keller. He must be missing something. But what? Maybe he was just careless with the first guy. It's possible he's learned from his mistakes. Or maybe this guy didn't put up a fight like Keller did. But we don't even know if he did. Well, maybe we'll find some other connections on our computers. Maybe. Once we've done that, and forensics have gotten back to us, we might have a clearer idea of where to start. We'll go and take a look at those computers tomorrow. Right. What I still don't get is what the fuck that painting is supposed to be. Maybe it's just a shape. It doesn't have to mean anything. Considering what we're dealing with, it means something. You're probably right. I'm always right. Lieutenant? I've been doing some of my own research and I'd like to share it with you. Okay. I'll humor you. What is it? I've been looking at the two victims' computers. It appears they'd both been receiving very similar emails from the same person prior to their death. They stopped approximately a day or two before they died. This guy called Clark Grayson seemed to be blackmailing the two of them prior to their deaths. There must have been hundreds, if, if thousands of emails from this guy, all in a similar vein. Clark Grayson? Yeah, what about him? Clark Grayson died in the 80s. I remember the case. What? Really? Mainly dealt in human trafficking. Very dangerous man. What happened to him? He died. Jesus, keep up, kid. Was that everything you found? There was one other thing. It makes a lot more sense now you say that. What is it? I found a whole heap of audio files on Daniel's computer. They're just numbered, but almost all of the ones I listened to mentioned this Clark Grayson. Let me hear. If you're listening to this, my name is Daniel Keller. I don't know what site I'm uploading these to yet, but wherever you find this, please show it to everyone you know. People need to know the truth. The fuck is this? On the 2nd of August, 1986, a man named Clark Grayson was killed. On the 4th of January, 1989, a man named Clark Grayson killed a 17-year-old boy named Chris Dunnigan. He's still alive, my friends. Clark Grayson came back. I don't know how, but he's alive. And ever since that day, he's been killing more and more people. It's just a bunch of fucking conspiracies. A couple of copycats. What if it's not? Kid, you can't be serious. People can fake deaths, it happens. It's a copycat. Either the same one or another one. That or an alias. If they're connected to Daniel, chances are he probably gave them the fucking idea in the first place. Something just doesn't add up. The only thing these two men had in common were these emails. They were both vulnerable people. Clearly Daniel had something wrong with him, whether it was physical or otherwise, considering what seemed to be a hospital overnight bag in that box he found, and I found out that our other guy had a significant money issue. Both easy targets, if you ask me. But what doesn't make sense is that both these men were being blackmailed for years. What could they have done? Lieutenant Nicholson, there's just been a call. There's a death that they think might be connected to your case. You might want to check it out.
He was killed last night, it seems. Wound on the back of his head, just like the others. And there's that fucking semicircle. Hmm. How much you want to bet the emails match up, too? Do we know this guy's name? Gabe Johnstone. Maybe we can try and find a connection between these three guys. There must be something connecting them other than those emails. What were they doing that caused this, or, or, or what weren't they doing? What do you mean? From the looks of the emails to Keller and the others, something changed when they stopped replying. But what? Did they stop doing what the blackmailer told them to? In that case, what were they doing? I feel like we're missing something vital that'll give us a lead. Maybe. But what I don't understand is what that semicircle shit's about. Well, it's a calling card, definitely. But what is it? Yeah. Alright. We'll be there soon. Yeah, see ya. What was that about? Someone from another field's investigating a case that we might want to check out. Guy's been being blackmailed and they think it might be connected. Well then, let's go. Coach 1033 is a production of Multivessel Podcasting Network, created by Lottie Dance and Alex Ricciano, written and produced by Lottie Dance. Featuring the voices of Dan Gold as Scott, Nick Brock as Clancy, Joshua Waters as Daniel, and also featuring the voices of Gabriel Hicks and S.H. Cooper. Check out the links in the description for full credits and a transcript of this episode. Original music by Hayden Zolna and David Fesslian. Have any questions for us or just want to say hi? Email us at code1033podcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter and Tumblr at code1033. Check out Multivessel Podcasting Network for more information on this show as well as other shows produced by the network. And hey, if you like what we do here with our show and want to help us, please consider buying us a coffee. Everyone works on this show for nothing, so we really do appreciate the support. Check out our coffee link in the description for more information.